0: Hello and welcome, everybody. I'm Ryan Clements, and this is Podcast Unlocked, episode uh, 13. It was right in front of me, and I couldn't even read it. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the show, and thank you for joining us. I am very happy to have... Let's start on my left. Stephanie Lee, a returning fan favorite of the podcast Unlocked family.
1: Banana Hammock.
0: Very nice. (laughs) Oh, our our newest
2: catchphrase. Yeah,
1: well, people were wanting a catchphrase, so I just decided to throw one out there. It seems
2: a little forced, but it might work out. Yeah, down the road. (laughs) Eventually. It's just in
1: time for summer.
2: Speaking (laughs) of working out, I think someone's been working out. It's pizza Eichmann. So how you doing, buddy? Uh, Apparently, I've been pumping some iron that I don't even know about. Exactly. So, hey,
0: dream pumping.
2: (laughs) There's the catchphrase. Dream pumping. Podcast unlocked. Dream pumping uh, since 2010. I love dream pumping. You know, yes, and you know, all the fun with dream none pumping. of the effort. <laughs> yeah.
3: Anthony Gallegos. I ate two burritos for lunch today. Yeah. Look at were all these tasty?
1: catchphrases.
3: I know. How how were the burritos, Anthony? Uh, it was way too much food,
2: and no one thought I could do it. All right. um, they're vegetarian though, so they're a little bit. I feel like when you, you add meat into the equation, it's a little heavier.
1: But the beans are pretty filling. That's true. Beans and rice and tortilla.
2: <sighs> yeah. It's a deadly combination. Mm. Either way, <laughs>
3: you won it because you ate both of them. Yeah. I played an Xbox this week. That's why <laughs> I'm
0: here. There you go. Also, uh, uh, three out of the four of us attended E3, and one poor soul had to remotely attend E3 from our offices. Yeah, here E3 in San looked a lot scale. like
1: our offices. You
3: probably got more <laughs> entertainment out. You got to see all the press conferences. I did not. Like, I was either writing new stories or, like, kind of trying to pay attention. Yeah. So. You end up missing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Stephanie. I'm like sorry. Like, I didn't even get to see the Sony one because I was on my way to the Sony one while you guys were there. Yeah. So. We,
2: we showed up late. We did. Well. Poor that, me. I know. boo
3: But,
0: uh, as you <laughs> might have expected, today is a day where we talk about E3. It's going to be our E3 uh, 360 show basically because we obviously could didn't have time to record one last week sorry about that guys um, so i think i just kind of want to well, why don't we first go around the room and see what was the the coolest thing that everybody are saw are we talking about or xbox games xbox it, games i'm going to i will i will allow you to speak of anything because <laughs> i want i want a good video game conversation however if it is conveniently about a 360 game that's even better so would we, shall we start with uh, Stephanie Lee?
1: Yeah, you know what? The Halo Four reveal would have been a lot cooler if someone didn't leak it right before yeah. the press conference. Mm. You know, would have blown my mind.
0: What really? is? Well, I mean, wouldn't you? I wouldn't expected
1: have expected it. it at this E3, honestly.
3: Okay. Yeah. You would have expected it at next
1: E3. I don't know. Like I would have only because
3: Microsoft doesn't have anything else to announce. Yeah. <laughs> and they and next E3,
2: they're going to announce a new console. Yeah. So they don't. Need sometime it. later. You heard it here first. Yeah, Yeah, definitely, that like, pretty cool. that single early reveal just took all the steam out of that. Yeah. It was, like, the final thing of their press conference. Like, hey, before, and we're like, we already knew that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the lights go dark, and yeah. everybody's, oh, I got Master Chief is
0: back. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like you still enjoyed it, though, even though it was uh, spoiler alerts.
1: Yeah, I actually enjoyed a lot of the games. There's just too many titles, this E3, that too, too many to... Uh, too many to uh
0: pick a favorite? Yeah, to pick okay. a favorite. Can you pick 3 that you really loved hearing about this
1: year? Hmm, definitely Mass Effect 3. Okay. BioShock. Good. I think this is like this goes for pretty much everyone. Mass
3: Effect 3, BioShock 3.
1: Bi- <laughs> yes, BioShock 3. Mm-hmm. And um I was actually really excited. And this is not at the the main E3 show, but I was actually really excited about the Kona- uh the Contra review at Konami's pre-E3 press conference.
2: Oh, yes. So, very good cuz there was a lot of this distinct know about lack
1: of details. Talk about it. Cuz I actually, oh, <laughs> we right. know nothing about it. The one word. Yes.
2: Okay.
0: So, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Got it.
1: And that's what's that's what makes it so great.
0: Okay. Do you think it's going to be awesome though?
1: I mm, actually I'm actually in the process of putting up an editorial on that. Ooh. Yes.
0: So, stay tuned diegen.com for tuned. more on Stephanie Lee's thoughts on, on the Contra, Contra. Mm-hmm. on the Contra games. All right, Peter. We uh, uh, Man, uh, readers were right. This chair is extremely squeaky.
2: I just can't <laughs> lean back in it. Okay. Don't move. No, it's the same sort of thing. Like, we had an insane number of games up for our Best of Show nominees. Like, the yes. same number of nominees. But same thing. Like, Bioshock Infinite looks amazing. And it's hard to, like, convey that with, you know, the trailers we have and all our write-ups. And until um, 2K releases and Irrational release the full gameplay demo that we actually saw at the show for everyone else I think it's gonna be hard for everyone else to see just how amazing it is did you see the behind closed yeah. doors demo all right and it so. was
3: that was the only way to see Bioshock yeah it was amazing ah, ah,
2: ah. Uh, I mean makes- there's like some clips of it in the new skyline trailer that we put up yesterday or on Monday and some other stuff but like the pacing the narrative like everything about it is it's not like more like Bioshock plus like Bioshock with some new stuff it's like a whole new Yes. Thing. Whereas a lot of the other sequels at the show were like, that game plus some. Like Mass Effect Three has a bunch of coolness stuff, but it's still Mass Effect plus some. Or the new Batman is still Batman plus some. That kind of thing. Well, even Mass Skyrim Effect
1: is part of a trilogy, though, so that's yeah. kind of expected.
2: But Bioshock is just such like a detour from um, what the first two did. That's what makes it even more fascinating. I Don't think. you remember though, back in the day when
3: uh, the next game in a franchise was like utterly different, like Mario Three to Super Mario World. Yeah. We're, we're you know nowadays games are very much more like we we take the same engine most of the same assets we add in some new stuff that's
2: three it's yeah. not the same yeah exactly like, and that was a cool and like, Bioshock cause... is much, very much a whole new game exactly and that, that's what's so cool about it and we're not just talking about in terms of story I mean this is everything from like yeah a, it's a, like it the it takes like visual sky standpoint from... like there's these things called skylines that are basically roller coasters which make like the pacing super fast. You're not like a big daddy like trudging through BioShock 2. You're like a guy who's really nimble and can get around the world like up and down in like split seconds. It's yeah. very cool.
0: One of one of the things that actually concerned me during that Behind Closed Doors demo was that I don't think I'd be able to play that section if I didn't have everything in that section memorized. Because while we were watching that demo, I'm pretty sure that like, it, he went around this, this area at such high speeds yeah. with enemies flying around in God knows what direction.
3: <laughs> it was, it's impossible to keep track of. Like, he, I had no idea what was happening most of the time. It's true, but I do think that, that that skyline was a contained unit. Like, he couldn't have gone off to anywhere in the world. True. It was a loop. Yeah. It was so like, basically, it, it was he, still, he could get off anywhere and, like, look, get his bearings, jump back on.
0: It's still, I mean, you kind of have to think about that, though. It That was still a massive play space, and there was fire coming from all directions. For that one battle, origins. yeah. There was,
2: like, a Zeppelin in, a in the zeppelin, air. There's a Zeppelin. lands on the
0: wing. Just rocking shit up up top. And then there's like a billion dudes with rocket launchers, like flying down these roller coasters, yelling at you. And then you're like Everyone's warping, going. you're warping time and space. Yeah. I basically compare it to like just take any any war scene in a movie recently where where shit goes crazy, <laughs> where like a human being couldn't possibly comprehend everything that's happening. That's Bioshock Infinite, except
2: in in the sky. <laughs> kind of, and I mean that's the, another thing. Like the first two Bioshocks never had that moment. Like, nothing was paced that quickly in the and first they were games very, at all. And they were very contained yeah, exactly. play spaces. And I mean, this may be, too, in yeah, level that, design, that but it doesn't be, feel like it right, because you're just right. clouds and, that also and could, sky
0: everywhere. That could very well be the only giant instance like that in the game. Like, yeah, possibly. I mean, there's no way for us to know. Um, that was actually probably one of the highlights of the show as well, so I'm glad you brought it up because that was, I believe, uh, our own Hillary, uh, let's see, when did he write about that? It was a week before E3. Yeah, yeah it was during remember. Judge's week, right? Um, he was the first one to have written up a preview yeah. of of that particular demo, and it re- I, would, I would recommend people check it when out. When
3: the reviews come out for that game, everyone's going to be talking. I'm just predicting here. Everyone's going to be talking about how amazing the story is, and I think that's going to be really telling down the line because uh, the story in that game is, is really simple, and I think that, the, that that's what makes great storylines. Like People think of things like Crisis and all these other games as having great stories, but... I have a friend who works at Irrational, and he was telling me, he's like, try and tell me what Crisis 2 is about, like, at any given time. Like, why are you doing what you're doing? And it's true. Like, a lot of these games, they have, like, these really stupid explanations to try yeah. and do it. And it's because the best games, like, Uncharted and Bioshock, the reason they come down to great stories is that they're really simple. Like, Bioshock, he said, we basically are telling the same story as Super Mario Brothers. like, Rescue the Princess. That's the whole point of the game. But because of that, that's what makes the story so great. Yeah. And Uncharted, it's like, get to this one place. That's all it is.
0: Find the treasure.
3: Exactly. So, yeah.
0: yeah. And I would agree. I think sometimes a simple premise, but with complexity
2: built around it, is preferable to a complex premise, regardless of... And I think another kicker where Bioshock departs from its old self, too, is you're now, like, you're an active part in the story. Like, you're talking, your character's talking throughout the thing. You're interacting directly with your princess. And it's like, rather than, like, these recordings or radios talking to you and telling you where to go and what to do, you're very much you are the center of your universe. There's nobody else telling you what to do. Yeah. At least in what we've seen.
1: Are you a silent protagonist in, in the Bioshock Infinite? Like no, you no,
2: no, no, no. That's not I mean. You're constantly oh. talking to Elizabeth,
0: the yeah. other girl you're with, always. Oh, right. And I actually, uh, speaking of Elizabeth, I think it's going to make a very interesting gameplay mechanic. So for people that don't know, uh, you are sort of in control of this... Uh, I forgot what party he like. Some political party he belongs to, or he he's was like a sort of mercenary. Agent, right? yeah. yeah. Anyway, he's trying to rescue this woman from the clutches from like a tower, and she is under the protection of this giant mechanical bird named Songbird. Uh, Name yeah. Songbird. And so the a lot of the game, at least from what we've seen, is you guys trying to escape not only from Songbird but to navigate this play space where this giant floating city is being torn from the inside out by political strife. The Vox Populi. Yes. Yeah, it's all got the... like a whole
3: communist versus kind of yeah, very yeah.
0: isolationist sort all of thing. The, right. All the, the fun political intrigue. But yeah, all you need to know is that he's trying to get Elizabeth to safety. Like, just get her out of there. Yeah. and uh, But the cool thing about her is that she has the unique ability, uh, to correct me if I'm wrong, to, to shift
3: and distort space-time. To basically, open other realities is what it looks like. Yeah,
2: they, they call it, like, tears. Rifts, so as you're walking yeah. through the game world, you'll see, like, these gray, scratchy objects. And, like, you can basically tear open reality and place new objects in yes. different places. And you can kind of, during combat, it looks like you'll be able to sort of
0: see these and, 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 like, ask Elizabeth. You'll, like, yell out to her, and she will open up these tears. Yeah.
3: I mean, I think we saw that in the demo yeah. where there's the guys on the skyline, and yes. she brings in a cart. And the cart just rams all the guys on the yeah. sky. And it,
0: I got to say, if it actually works like it does in that demo, goddamn, is it badass.
3: Yeah. Like when the dude's just like, oh, there's a and then
0: like a fucking car comes flying <laughs> yeah. out
2: of nowhere and like mows dudes down. I almost wanted to call awesome. it like a tower defense mechanic because it's like at one point you see like this gray like turret or something that will uh-huh. help you fight. At another point you see like... Um you know rubble she can tear into the world it 'll be more cover, so yep. it 's a sort of like defensive offensive mechanic yes. where on the fly you can ask her to do these different things that'll help you in any given situation. you just have to be careful, I think because it
3: implies at least story wise that she doesn't always be open. she isn't always in control of it she she does yeah. not yeah. It leads like to chaos, too, it seems. To uh, be- that, that was actually a really awesome part of the demo, where she accidentally rips open reality. To, like, the 80s. yeah. To, and to, all of a sudden, they're, like, in the 1980s, alternate reality, where Revenge of the Jedi yes. is in a movie
2: theater. On the marquee,
3: yeah. Very cool stuff. Um, probably, I
0: think most people that went to that demo, that was their highlight for yeah. the show. I think
2: so. I mean, yeah. every
3: uh, property we own, 1UP, Spy, IGN, all gave it Game of the Show. Yeah. So...
1: For so, good reason. Yeah, absolutely. From what I what I can hear. Yeah,
3: money talks. <laughs> 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 <I'm
0: just
3: kidding. laughs>
0: no, uh, it was awesome, Anthony. I mean, would you have selected BioShock Infinite as your as your like kind of the the best moment you had at the show this year? or Is there something? I else?
3: do a bit of disclosure. One of my best friends designed that demo, uh-huh. but uh, <laughs> I still think it's awesome. Yeah. So. I don't think he probably did it by himself. Well, no, it's true. I mean, he was the <laughs> he was the lead designer okay. on that. He did not make it. Okay. Yeah. Right. So.
1: Wait, wait. You told me your game of show was like this small game called Papa Yo. Uh,
3: that's, Pop- that's the most unique game I saw on oh, okay. okay. Yo for PSN. I'm not going to talk about it too much here because that's a PSN game. Yes. <laughs> but I will say you should go look it up, Papa Yo. And the only reason it's probably not coming out to 360 is you have to have a publisher, and they don't have a publisher. Yeah. So. Mm.
0: Tricky business.
3: Um, but XCOM, as far as Xbox games, that game looks pretty cool. It's from the 2K Martin guys that did Bioshock 2. And did, you see, did anyone else see that demo? I did. I went yeah, to that Yeah, you know, they talk, they talk about how it's going to have all these interesting themes of race and sexism because it takes place in the 60s. But they really didn't, do they didn't get a good job any of, of that. showing that in the demo at all. And then I've even heard stuff online, like, read that one of the agents you fight with is, like, a closeted homosexual. <laughs> and, like, they deal with that and stuff. These are all these really interesting themes that they want to deal with because it's the 60s. And, you know, when women were getting rights, finally... <laughs> and when and you know and when there was a lot of race strife and stuff like that, so I'm curious to see if they actually are able to convey that in a first-person
2: shooter. Yeah, because the demo is still very much as much as they added a whole bunch of new gameplay elements like the tactical wheels and even like time-based special attack sort of thing. Yeah, it, like time points. Um, it's still very much like you versus the aliens. Even though they set up the whole demo like, oh, you know, it's the start of the Cold War, the Cuban Missile Crisis is about to happen, but all that just kind of goes out the window when you start shooting aliens. I mean, as soon as they
3: said, like, you're going to deal with all these issues of gender and race, and then the leader of your organization is a woman, and they didn't even make mention of that. I was like, you would think in the 60s, like, men would be kind of dicks about the fact of being led by a woman. I don't know. I'm just curious to see if they're able to do it, because for now, it looks like a pretty cool shooter it could work and the setting looks really cool but if they can really nail those other story things it'll be like that would be really interesting because you know a lot of games don't touch that sort of stuff
2: yeah for anyone who was like upset by last year's showing and it looked just like a straight shooter they're definitely trying to respond to that by adding like a few more detailed elements it's almost like like mass effect like first person mass effect in a lot of ways yeah two much controlling your squad and telling them what to do and pausing and issuing orders.
0: See, I get nervous when you say they're responding to feedback and trying to just add stuff in, because that means it wasn't intended from the very beginning. And I think well, any time you're kind of adding to the fundamental design doc for a game kind of late in the program, that's kind of when I worry about it.
3: They said that, the, the, what they said, in the at least in the demo, and I'm sure they repeat it for you, is that they realized they were trying to t- too much just make another Bioshock game. Yeah. And they didn't want to do that. They so. called it... Not ex-commy enough. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why they kind of added new sense, stuff and tweaked some things. Yeah, okay. I, I, I think they're definitely trying to make a shooter that will appeal more to fans that played the old turn-based strategy games. Yeah. So. Well, because it was
0: a huge departure from the original. Oh, completely. I mean, and that original
3: I, is I mean, classic. It's, it's like as much a departure as Fallout is from the old Fallout. So yeah. They're like almost unrecognizable except for the setting.
2: Yeah. So. Sure. That'll be one we have to see more before we can make any real calls on if it's, if it's going to work or not. 'Cause they do. They want to include a lot of different things, but we've really just still seen some tactical alien shooting. Was the, was Which I guess that actually describes shooting. XCOM, but
3: yeah. um just re- like to see more. I okay. can't really think of any cool Microsoft only games that were there except for Gears. Gears I mean Gears' was very cool great. though. Yeah. Yes. And Forza, Forza, but I don't know. And then there was a bunch of Kinect games.
2: You know, that I was particularly uh I really like the gun stringer. What? What are you sorry about? I don't know. I thought I interrupted you. No, no. Not at all. I was, oh, yeah. I, I, mean, I haven't always been so. I've not never really been sold on Connect. I still don't have one myself. But uh, I went through with Christine and I played all the Kinect games like Kinect Sports 2 and the Disney game and um, Dance Central 2, all these things. Mm-hmm, but what mm-hmm. I really liked was the Gun Stringer, Twisted Pixels, new game. Um, they did, like, Comic Jumper, Explosion Man, all those. So they have, like, this quirky sense of humor, and they've been building off their same game engine for all their different games, actually. But The Gunstring is actually a very, very good connect only game that controls really well. Like, with your left hand, you're controlling this marionette, like, dragging him around the screen and making him jump and everything. And with your right hand, you're marking targets, like um, Deadeye and Red Dead Redemption or something. Okay. Um, so you mark your targets on the screen, and when you pull back your hand, you lay out your six-shooter shots. So if you mark, like, six targets and pull your hand back, uh, you're going to blast every one of those targets. But it's very, like, there's very little lag, um, and it it just reads you very well. And that's kind of compounded by this crazy, like, diorama-style level where um, everything's made of cardboard, and you can see all, like, the corrugated cardboard and hand-painted scenes. And there's literally, like, a live... Studio audience watching you play, so cheering you, and stuff. Yeah, so as you go <laughs> through the levels, and you, like you can see behind the trees, sometimes there's like a live audience behind you, just kind of like clapping and cheering and laughing as things happen. Oh, that sounds awesome! It's totally quirky and funny, but it all comes down to the fact that the con- it controls really well with Connect. Is, is it a downloadable game? I think it's gonna be retail. Okay. It's probably like a fifty dollar Connect only game. I mean, like uh, Fruit Ninja
3: was another cool Connect game I played. As cool as Fruit Ninja's, but it's not a retail game. It's like a $15 download. Nice. You know, I think Fruit Ninja's a fun game, and playing it with two people is obviously kind of fun. And you don't have to be super precise with Kinect controls because you're just swinging your hands around <laughs> like a belligerent idiot. And, which is like exactly what people tried to do when I watched them play Kinect Star Wars. They tried to swing their arms around like an insane person. And that game, you really actually can't do that. You ah. would th- You really have to be really precise, actually. It's more
2: fun than I thought,
3: actually. Yes, because your right hand swings, yeah. your left hand uses the force. Yeah. So you have to actually sit there and, like, make really precise swings, and then you need to, like, lifting your hand, left hand lifts enemies, Yeah. like, pushing you forward, push them forward back. pushes them. You, yeah, it requires some pretty... The only
2: thing, like I love movements. the sort, the lightsabers work great and the force worked well. But what I don't like is how you move forward. You have to like kind of take a step. The screen. It's an awkward <laughs> kind of feeling. But everything else feels pretty Peter good. In was that doing game. some sort of hip hop move right there. Game, <laughs> the, the, I'm still thinking a dance Central
3: you over here. You basically are checking people to move forward. You're like, what? Step.
2: Yeah, step. step. Yeah. So, so <laughs>
3: with your hands out. That game is not going to be fun, is my prediction. I don't think they. i I love Star Wars, but I have no interest in playing it. But when I was watching this, like 45 year old woman sit there and play it in the demo, like, out of the uh, out of the group watching. Yeah. She was having the time of her life. I was like, that is exactly who this game is for. Yeah. That, that woman and, like, children. If I had been a child and that game existed... It she, would be amazing. You're right. It would be the Shoot. greatest thing of all It really time. would. By the way, I would
0: like to say that Peter's uh, hip-hop move that he was just doing, I believe it's called the Say What
2: Hands in Dance Central. That's the move. <laughs> say what, yeah. Wow. Say what? I say what. Maybe? Did... No? So I guess maybe there's a little... Crossover and connect Star Wars and Dance Central. <laughs> to swing your lightsaber, use your right hand to move forward. Say what? Say what hands?
1: <laughs> I, personally, um. I don't have a. I, I'm I'm, like, I'm kind of excited for like Microsoft. You know, trying to push all these Connect games. I, I really appreciate that they're like doing something different, sort of. Even though like technically Nintendo tried to do it with the motion controls, so, but I really wish Microsoft would stop pushing it on this technology, like. St- st- spectacular technology yeah. on video games. I feel like it's wasted. It's its potential is wasted. I think yeah. they announced like they that they need to use it towards real life applications. Do you see some of the stuff that people hack the connect for? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the, um, And they have
2: the new like test labs where they're trying to incorporate some of that which is kind of cool. But yeah I think they also announced that they're in all first party titles is going to involve Connect in some way. Yeah, I was gonna say you can't. You, I'm waiting. I can't wait till the guide for Mass Effect Three is being done in the office,
3: and I get oh to watch my God. you at your desk, <laughs> Stephanie, saying, "What do you mean you won't help me?"
2: <laughs>
3: I'm looking
0: for a nasty batarian.
2: <laughs>
0: Have you seen him? That's my Shepherd voice. Yeah, that was good. That was yeah. pretty decent. Shepherd yeah. voice. yeah, that was good. Uh, so E3, huh? What a show, guys. Yeah. Right. No, I tried to put Peter's jacket on when he was still in it. That
3: was a highlight for me. It was a late night. (laughs) I don't know what that means. I just think in the scheme of things, Microsoft stuff didn't look as exciting because they were the only ones who didn't bring out a new platform and show new games, basically. Mm. Nintendo did. Sony did. Yeah,
0: Sony, like, I mean, we already knew about
3: the Vita. Right, but we hadn't seen all the games and stuff for it, as well as such an elaborate demonstration. We had only seen, for all of us, the rest of us, you know, very few people got to go to the Japan thing you did and go check out these things. So yes. it was kind of the first big reveal. Yeah. and I think this
1: the cool true. thing is that everyone was really receptive to the the Vita once they got to like got to play around with it. Yeah. Once we got
0: to yeah. know it was like, also
3: going to be two hundred fifty dollars, and its
0: price—that's the price. That's That's right. was, yeah, that was it's a nice little price there. It is. That's so. probably the biggest. Then poor Kaz getting booed with the AT and T service. <laughs> Man, sometimes it is awkward to be in those press conferences because it is it is ultimately a professional event. They're supposed to be professional. Yeah. But it was but mixed was, with
1: fans, too, Well,
2: right? well... Or, like,
1: the general public. Well, I
2: think they let ev- anyone in that wanted to go in. We showed up a little bit late, and <laughs> if you we had, like, late. our tickets. But they're just like, yeah, going in. Like, if you they show just up late, they don't even in. scan. Yeah. Just a little pro tip Anybody could have walked in there. Anyway, what else can we discuss? Let's see. Does anyone else have anything they want to touch on? I'm just glad. I don't know when E3s. it's coming, but, like, Microsoft kind of, like, under their breath with like, and these extra details for Xbox Live. Uh, now there's going to be cloud saves and cloud profiles. So I don't have to... Well, I finally... When I first started over here, I would keep re-importing my profile, like at home and here, yeah. and it takes like 20 minutes every time. Uh, and now you don't have to do that anymore. Even though now my profile lives on a flash drive, which is much easier. I think
3: uh, it was interesting that we didn't see... This
2: is totally kind of a tangent because
3: it's not really an Xbox thing, but we didn't see any Windows Phone 7 stuff. At all. That was like a bigger push for them. During GDC, they announced all these new games for Windows Phone 7 and stuff, and then they didn't have anything. That is a little weird, actually. Every booth had iPhone games, but no one had Windows Phone 7 games. That shit's dead. (laughs) Sorry. Uh -uh.
0: Sorry, bro. Oh, Anthony's wagging his foot. Wagging his foot at it. Yep. I'm also going
1: to go off on a tangent. I'm ready. This past weekend, I got a PS3, and Ah. after. Finally, after three years of just wavering back and forth on the decision, because I, ha- I lived in, uh, with a roommate in college that had a PS3, so I never really had a reason to buy it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, now that I don't live with him, I, I don't have access to a PS3 anymore unless I'm at work. Anyways, so I bought a PS3, and after spending the entire weekend downloading updates <laughs> and installing them on my atrociously slow internet, oh god! I'm just, I just want to say that I'm pretty glad that the, the live service is is uh design better in that regard. Okay. I don't I don't, wa- don't want to say this is to like spark some like fanboy war. No, I just, think
3: the I people mean, that are listening to this show are gonna be like, yeah, it is better. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well
0: I would no. also I would also argue that in a lot of ways Xbox Live is superior in terms of its infrastructure. Yeah. I well mean, better it'll it be since we pay for it. Well <laughs> yeah, but it's also I mean, we pay for everything with our time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I pay for Xbox I pay for Xbox Live with my time and my money time and yeah, money. And your wallet. Yeah. Then, true, true. Uh, anything else, guys, before we move on to some questions? Um, I don't want to rush the conversation E3. E3.
3: It's going to take another what year before show. we get there. What uh, a show. But yeah. I, I guarantee you, next I would be willing to bet next year we'll see a new Xbox.
1: E3 was the loneliest week of my IGN. It career. must have been so quiet here. Yeah, it you, was only were like one of
0: the only people in the office. And
1: he is not entertaining when he's working. <laughs> like, just, I would be like, hey, Steven, check this out. Isn't this awesome? And he has his headphones on, and he just ignores me because he can't hear me.
0: Oh. Well, that's not igno- – oh, Damn it, this chair. Ah. Anyway. Well, yeah, and that's it's not character. technically
1: ignoring me. Yeah, but because it's he just, can't
0: hear you. Yeah. So it's okay. It's, it's not like he just, like, turns to look at you and then just turns back to his <laughs> screen.
1: <laughs> Sometimes he does that too.
0: <laughs> okay, well, that's a little worse. That's a little worse. Uh, I think that uh, – well, you guys – I want you guys to come back to E3 stuff if you think of anything. I did rather enjoy the Jorts video that Scott made.
1: Oh, yeah. It was- made
0: me laugh You can lot only find that on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, you know what, I would have enjoyed it if I didn't have to hear it 400 times at 2 a.m. when I was trying to write <laughs> yeah, stories. Were they, yeah. were they recording it at that time? I uh, share yeah. a little bit of sentiment and, with that. And, like, I mean, like, you know, thank goodness that they are doing this, doing these comedy features, and I really appreciate <laughs> our, our extended reach into the social but. market, uh, media outlet, Majiggers. <laughs> but, in general, when I'm trying to write, and I'm severely sleep-deprived, And I know that I'm going to get back to my hotel room, and Peter's going to be there sleeping, and I'm going to stumble in, and the fucking door is going to make this cataclysmic sound. And there's no way that I'm not going to wake Pete up.
3: Very upsetting. Very upsetting. I did that every night with my roommate. Also, my roommate at E3 wants just to share a brief E3 story. I'm ready. 3.30 3.30 in the morning, first night, he starts babbling in his sleep. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, what?
1: Is that really what he said? Yeah.
3: And then and then 3.30 another night. I'm not sure if this was a dream or not because I was very tired. Was awesome. But I'm pretty sure this wasn't a dream. I kind of like woke up a little bit and rolled over. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's sleeping and he just sits up on his elbow and looks at me. <laughs> It <laughs> doesn't say a word.
1: That's so creepy. Yes, it was. I, I was like
3: looking around for the phone so I could bash a skull and I thought I was about to get attacked <laughs> by a zombie. You sound like
1: a light sleeper, though, Anthony.
3: Yeah, oh, I man. am. I am sometimes. <laughs> like
1: you got woken up by the fact that he just like stood up on his elbow and started looking at you.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't. I, this was it was pers- a survival instinct. <laughs> this was a free, I mean, was, That was I, the fucking T
0: virus coming <laughs> into exactly. play. Exactly. I
3: was not rooming with. Anyone I knew in E3, all I saw were games where it was just the end of the world <laughs> yeah. over
2: again. So.
3: You get in a certain mindset. I'm a little <laughs> bit on that. edge. <laughs> Alt-
0: alternatively, if you couldn't already guess, Pete and I were roommates at, uh, at E3. Uh, I would sometimes just wake up and he was gone. Like I didn't even hear him leave. I don't know Some how. Ninja. I don't know how you avoided uh, hyper door and all its terrible cacophony of you're noises. You're opening it Ryan. I
1: think you're Ryan? just,
3: I think you're just uh,
2: too strong like, for your own, like, own good. sleeper.
3: Is a heavy sleeper? Must be. Yeah, I guess so. I was going to say too strong for your own good. So when you would go to close the door, you'd be like,
2: <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
3: I just meant to close it slowly. I don't know my own strength. I love how that's how I sound in this in this weird
0: world. Sorry. <laughs> just getting home from writing up Dragon's Dogma. <laughs> no, I didn't write that in Paddy 3. I don't know who did, if anyone. Uh, Shall we answer some questions, folks? Yeah, let's do it. And we then we will uh, skedaddle. Let's do... Oh, this is... Uh, we'll come back to that. All right. Xbox Show at E3 showed that it is becoming an entertainment one-stop shop. So will they, as probably Microsoft, bring this stuff to the PC users?
3: Seeming how they released <laughs> Connect kits for the nope. PC. This yeah. is from Carl from London. I don't Dude, think yeah, they will. No. no. Why? Netflix and stuff? Netflix. I'll tell you. Ne- Netflix.com. Hulu.com. You already have it on the PC. What are they talking about? Well, the
2: thing is, like, for Xbox now is they're doing the new dashboard, and now you can say Xbox, do everything. Xbox, make me a sandwich, like, with (laughs) all the new stuff. But they're also getting some kind of live TV service and, um, like, Bing, so you can just have it search anything you want. I don't think they'd put that much money into doing it, though, just because on a PC – They don't have a captive audience that has to use their software. They want, uh, they're going to focus that on Xbox, I think, completely. Because they want everyone to buy a Kinect, everyone to buy an Xbox, and sign up for whatever ridiculous additional services we'll have to pay for now with live TV and Hulu Plus, that kind of stuff. Exactly. All those services already exist on PC. They're just not all in one one place. place. And you could they had that whole promotion where buy a computer, get an Xbox. They like, they want their PC owners now to be Xbox owners too. So it's just really making that home entertainment System takeover. Mm. Mm. Will we see Connect on the PC I though? Don't think so. no. Okay, Get just the, like the development packs <laughs> and that act. kind of stuff. Uh, let's
0: do a question from Josh from the lesser-known part of the UK, Wales. His words, not mine.
3: <laughs> the lesser-known. You have Catherine Zeta-Jones from Wales. Welsh corgis
2: are from Wales. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> so. think. Yeah, I think you're. You, you don't respect how much we know about whales. There you yeah. go. I think it actually probably ends there, but hey.
0: Uh, let's, all right, so Josh says, Greetings, Unlocked Crew. When you were talking about JRPGs a couple of episodes ago, I went back and played Blue Dragon. Grinding is pretty easy if you invest in the right class. Barrier magic. I don't, I don't know what that means. I'm assuming there's barrier magic. And I am enjoying replaying it. Have any of you played the game? If you have, what did you think of it? we have blue dragon players in the room. I glossed over me.
1: that game cuz I think it it came out in like the early like in, in the Xbox's infancy. Yeah, It
0: was. Yeah. Did you play and Blue dragon,
1: dragon Clans?
2: No, I uh, really? that's what or else I wouldn't know what barrier magic means. Okay, I wasn't sure. I think they released a demo around that time that I played, but I never actually got oh, the game. I shouldn't have asked this question on the air.
0: <laughs> so, you guys, anybody played it? No. I pretty
3: much
2: stopped listening as soon as you said grinding is easy. <laughs> and I remember it, too, like it got a lot of <laughs> mediocre about reviews. high school dances. Yeah, I remember that. Like the look was cool, and it seemed like a cool idea, but I played a little bit of the demo, and it's weird to do a demo for an RPG, like especially if it hooks you. Well, obviously you're going to have to buy it, but... Just playing such a small piece of a much bigger thing just doesn't really work. And after kind of mediocre reviews, I think, I just passed it over. I wasn't
1: interested in the uh, Dragon Ball Z-inspired art. Personally, it never was like the ha- same artist, I've, right? It was, yeah, the same it artist. is. Yeah. And I have never
0: been a huge fan. And he even did the designs for Chrono Trigger back in the day. And mm-hmm. I guess I kind of like for the Chrono Trigger designs yeah, was, a yeah. little bit, mm-hmm. but that's still a stretch. Like I just look at their dumb faces. <laughs> They're dumb, like, you, dumb guys, <laughs> you guys have such
2: ugly faces. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> I <don't> sure. I actually <laughs> think that. You can actually. They're all cute. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can get Blue Dragon for like less than ten dollars these days. Oh so yeah, I'm sure true. you can. Very cheap. Uh, I totally doesn't the question
0: <laughs> i am really failing at my uh hosting duties because i totally forgot to mention the email address that you can email us with questions unlocked at it's easy but i still should have reminded you my apologies better late for that. than never ryan thank you i'm glad that you think that way <laughs> yes but please join our conversation send us questions comments concerns and cool jpegs with anime renditions of me to unlockeditizen.com. You're, like, putting out a specific (laughs) request. Uh, Very detailed. (laughs) So let's do... Let's move on. Uh, This is from The Baker. The Baker writes, Dear Locksmiths, Never Dead looks to be either hilariously awesome or hilariously asinine. Your thoughts? Both. Exactly. That's going to be my guess. So I... Played Never Dead for the first time at, e- at E3. It's a damn chair. Uh, and I was actually kind of interested in it. I The combat is a little clunky right now, and it definitely needs some polishing. Mm-hmm. But if they do do that, then I think we might have a fun action game on Yeah, it. but I, I
3: think it could also be hilariously awesome and stupid at the same time. Like, it, I have no doubt there will be some awesome parts, and there will be some parts that will make you hit your head, because they'll be so dumb. Yeah. And that's well, okay. You that's kind of the point. You can yeah. rip
0: your own head off and use it, Throw Exactly. Uh, and use it to, like, get to other places in the level, which I think is... It
3: kind of has almost a feeling of, like, uh, I'm not saying they're the same, but it reminds me a lot of, like, the Evil Dead movies. Mm-hmm. In nice. a way. It's very silly. It doesn't take itself seriously yes. at all, either.
0: I actually... So, I wrote... When I wrote my article, I, I was actually really upset about this, the whole mechanic that they use in this game because obviously the premise is never dead your character can't die right so here's the premise. Already, really cool to me because it's like there's death dominates video games. It's all mm-hmm. video games are all about death and character death. So your character can't die. He's immortal. He can you know get his limbs cut off. His even he he can even be just a head rolling around, but he can still regrow his body in time. And really, the challenge is supposed to come in from your AI companion, who is a mortal woman. She can be killed. So you're basically protecting her, and that's where the sort of game over uh, state comes into play is oh, okay. if she dies, then you get game over. Except you aren't immortal. You can die. If you are just ahead, there are these little squids that roll around, and they can suck up your head, eat you, and then it's also game over and you die. <laughs> so this to me was just a fundamental saying like, fuck you, our ga- you, you can actually die, our whole game is flawed. And I just hate that because they already have an end state. They already have an out. They already programmed it in. They figured it out. It's like okay, AI companion. So it's more pr- about protecting than surviving. Mm-hmm. You can almost sac- like sacrifice yourself, like kind of have your character jump in the way of like a big explosion or something and protect this AI companion. But you could still die by a little squid that eats your head. Never dead. That's it never dead. And so like sometimes, dead. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> dead. Like that's that. It really frustrated me. I mean, that's that's defeating the entire purpose. No. Of, of the the cool catch that makes this game I special. Agree. When
3: a squid eats your head, there should be a moment that goes by, and then you have to mash B, and then your arm punches out because you regrow inside the squid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> bursts from that it. Be,
0: as long as you can't get game over through your own character's death, I think that the that that you know it's preserved. Yeah. The, the the mechanic. That of, is weird. Of immortality. Anyway, that was me ranting a little bit. Let's do a question from. Oh, actually, no. This is really interesting. So I don't know. I don't think... No, it was just me, Steimer, and Bromley, I think, on the last episode. And we and Bromley brought up a game called Maids with Balloons on Xbox Live, where it is really just about Maids with Balloons. Is this, this like is a probably, Japanese dating? No, this set? is probably an indie no. game, is my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Now, we got an email from uh, Jason K. Now, Jason K. might very well be the developer of this game, because <laughs> Jason, angry. Jason no, had several codes to give away for Maids with oh, Balloons, even though it's only a game. dollar. Yeah. So Jason wrote, I heard you meant, oh, (laughs) also, this just in, I'm a fucking idiot, because Jason writes, I heard you mention my game, (laughs) Mates with Balloons, (laughs) in your most recent episode of Podcast Unlocked. (laughs) That's awesome. Since most of you said you hadn't played it before, I wanted to give you some free download codes in case you wanted to try it. I know the game is only a dollar, but it's still worth typing in one of those codes below to save the Microsoft points, which we very much appreciate. And I would like to pass on this good fortune to our our, uh, listeners. If they want to try out maids with balloons, just write just send us a, a message with maids with balloons in the subject line to unlock the idol. And put a picture of Ryan Clements as a maid as a with, maid. A with a balloon.
1: Or in anime form probably. or yeah. as
0: just a, or a just a picture of a maid. It would probably be fine. Or you just it has to as be safe maid. for work. Safe for work, please. <laughs> Even if it's a pretty lady that's like dressed up in a maid outfit, it needs to be safe for work because I would be opening these at my my workstation, and I don't want you guys to get me.
3: Non-safe for work ones, on the other hand, could be sent too. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so thank you, Jason. Sorry, I'm an idiot and didn't read that first sentence. I, I read this email too, and was like, oh, he's giving us codes. Awesome. Apparently, I didn't read <laughs> a good, those well from. enough. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think that somebody. tattoo
1: is uh, really taxing on your your body today.
0: <laughs> Leave me alone. My tattoo came out
1: great. <laughs> no, it's
0: awesome. Yes, I did get a tattoo, people. You can check on Twitter if you would like to see. It's just a giant Xbox. It's just a huge <laughs> Xbox on my back. <laughs> and on my chest, I have, I have, uh, I have, uh. I heart Tifa. No, that's on my arm. Uh, what, what, i
1: left them what's, three. I
0: was trying to think of like a, a prominent Xbox developer, but for some reason on the Xbox show, I couldn't think of any Peter Xbox Moore, developer. Peter Moore, but Peter Moore isn't there anymore. Oh, developer. Yeah, yeah developer. I was going to say the, the dude with the sunglasses. Oh. Uh, Something with a K. Pseudo. pseudo. No, that's not pseudo 51. It's Kudo.
3: Kudo. Kudo?
0: Kudo, yeah. Anybody? It Kudo is. Sonoda. Yes. yes, thank you. That's I was going to say Suda. that I have a giant picture of him on my tattoo <laughs> on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's I awesome. thought. I don't. So this one is from our frequent contributor to the podcast unlocked discussion, Jake Jake. Jake Jake writes uh, what's up? I was just wondering if anything you've ever seen in a video game has ever really bothered you. Like on a deeper level more than just oh that was gross. Like if it was sincerely stuck with you and bothered you, etc. All right. Anyway, I know that with video games becoming more and more uh, violent, a uh, medium at times goes on this problem. Okay, Jake, Jake, you need to copy edit your emails a little better. Basically, but we, I still appreciate your question.
3: Basically, that's totally true. You can look. People get offended, right, wrong, or indifferent about all kinds of things in games, whether it's like in Duke Nukem, for instance, there's those girls that have been like – Raped by aliens. Yeah. And so the game kind of makes light of it in the sense that you're killing these girls that have been raped by aliens to put them out of their misery, but people get offended because it involves rape and making light of it. I mean, that's fucked up, you know? Yeah. I'm saying there are things like that in like all kinds of games. And it yes. doesn't even have to be something that's trying to be fucked up. Sometimes, of course.
0: I think it's... I mean, what about personally, you guys? I mean, am I comfortable to talk about something that they've either been offended or disturbed by in gaming?
1: I was disturbed. When I was younger, I played Fatal Frame came on the PS2, I believe, the first one. Mm-hmm. And so the thing about me is that I can't play through scary games or can't, I can't watch scary movies. I can't hear about scary stories. <laughs> I'm a big-ass pansy. Okay. I really can't. But for some reason, when I was younger, I, had like, I, I, I was able to play through most of Silent Hill and Fatal Frame. Wow. And I got to a point... I don't know if it, I don't know if any of you know what the what Fatal Frame is about, but it's basically you like
3: capturing aliens with the camera.
1: <laughs> you capture ghosts.
3: Oh actually. yeah, ghosts, sorry. Ghosts with the ghost camera.
1: Yeah, and it's like based in like some Japanese like fucked up Japanese scary stories. Yeah. Yes. And I got to a point where um the story disturbed me so much cuz it had to deal it dealt with like sacro- sacrificial rituals. Mhm. I could not I could not think, stop thinking about it for like I think, six months after that, and I was terrified. Wow. I couldn't finish it anymore, and I was terrified for six months. Wow. Keep in mind, like I said, I'm a big-ass pansy, and I think I was only like 14, 13. I don't remember. Pretty young. Yes.
3: All right. We're I've seen plenty this. of things that scared me, but never things that have bothered me. Like yeah. I really yeah.
1: just – like any kind of to- like physical harm – to, to anybody really disturbs me. So, like, things like Hostel, movies like Hostel and Saw, I can't watch or hear about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so.
3: But yet you shoot people all the time. But yet you can blow someone to pieces with a shotgun.
1: <laughs> Good point.
3: Yeah. What do you think about As that? long as the death you're... is quick and not prolonged, it doesn't seem to bother you. And you're also, and that's
0: within the context of combat, when yes. you're talking about like torture of innocent so people. What you're saying
3: is when Gears of War 4 comes out and there's a finger-breaking mechanic where you're breaking fingers one at a time, <laughs> that's going to get to you.
1: I probably can't couldn't go through with it. <laughs> oh, man.
3: You just got to mash on the X button. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. Anyway. Uh, what was
2: I going to mention? Oh, yeah. Well, unless, Pete,
0: do you want to go? I don't
2: think or... I have anything that's really stuck with me. Okay. And I didn't play enough of Duke Nukem to really get offended. Okay. Fair enough. Based, outside of it's just bad. Mechanic. It's just dumb. And dumb, yeah. Well, it's just w-
1: a terrible game overall.
0: <laughs> we, we should have actually talked a little bit about Duke more, but we're already running kind of late. Well, quick thoughts on Duke Nukem. Dumb.
2: I I love Duke 3D. I played months and months, made maps, traded like maps over floppy disks to play across dial-up online matches. Uh, Loved it. So despite all the bad reviews, all the negative things I had to see for myself, I turned it off after an hour. It's like someone went back to 1995
3: when people were way less sensitive about a lot of issues and decided to just say, fuck it we're going to warp our game to 2011 <laughs> when people do care <laughs> and are say pe- fuck you to all people those people. Are people
1: way less sensitive or is it just now that games are just more mainstream so it's exposed to a lot more people that are vocal about it? No,
3: I think games, are, I think people are also just more sensitive. I mean, 10 years ago I felt like it was also o- way more okay to say fag and stuff than it is. I mean, I think there's just been a general wave of people being made aware of these things.
1: I actually liked playing Duke Nukem back when it was like a 2D side-scroller. Yeah. Before he started chewing bubblegum and trying to be badass. Yeah. Yeah. And I, then do, I, I do
3: love his
0: voice. That still cracks me up. Uh, yeah, I have not played Duke. I have zero interest in it except to make fun of it uh, because <laughs> I was watching Charles play it and I couldn't stop laughing during the opening sequence. It's but, better to
3: watch videos for that, though, because honestly, you, playing through it is a chore.
2: It is. Yeah. It's so boring. Like, the intro is so boring. Yeah.
3: You have to play for, like, 30 minutes before they put a gun in your hand in a, in a Duke game.
0: In a shooter, no less. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, going back to our previous conversation, uh, in terms of being disturbed by stuff, I do remember the first time I uh, used Scorpion's grappling hook in the original Mortal Kombat, and when I was, let's see, when when was the you were probably Mortal like Kombat? eleven? I bet I was extremely young. I don't even know if I was a teenager yet. I that was one of the first times I saw like severe in-game violence, <laughs> and I I got freaked the fuck out. Like I felt sick to my stomach after that. Wow. And then Wait, so when I, Scorpion
1: uh, first used his uh...
0: grappling hook. And like, like pulled someone like in, so you you here. you saw the blood, and yeah. you like yanked someone, and then like people are flying all over the place. Mm. Uh, I that 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 began my slow path towards desensitization of violence. I was
3: gonna say you make me feel like there's something wrong with me when I saw that. I was like, cool. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I think I was gonna say it's it's the the that's the thing is that now violence doesn't bother me, and that maybe that's a bad thing. You know, I don't know. I think most most people our age now have been totally uh, become immune. Yeah. I think in to some in some imagery. cases, like
1: some violent games, it's. it's it has that comical overtone, like in Grand Theft Auto, it, you can't take that stuff seriously. But in 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 the sense of Fatal Frame, it was so you know <laughs> it seemed like it could happen in real life.
3: Yeah. So out on someone yanking you out of your car while you're driving down the street well, is I'm, less I'm, plausible I'm, I'm, than I'm, a ghost I'm attacking referring... you, where you only have a camera to defend yourself. <laughs>
2: I think we should live stream Stephanie playing Fable Frame now. I would Someone love that.
1: live me playing Dead Space. <laughs> and uh, I think it was funny. It's so it was real. interesting. That's going to happen to anybody. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm
3: sorry. <laughs> I, would love, I would love to watch you play the opening no, 10 wouldn't. minutes of Dead Space 2. <laughs> yeah.
0: That yeah. would be pretty awesome. We might need to make a special feature of that. Stephanie I will leave Lee. the country. No. What? No. Don't do that. Who am I gonna go down to oh, whatever man. those Korean we're restaurants you are? the Silent that we're Hill do.
3: Five guide or whatever in the next Silent Hill game.
1: Nope. <laughs> I actually played through Silent Hill too. Also. That know. was the
3: most fucked up one. If you can do that, you can do anything.
1: It, psychologically, I mean, it had a it had, I mean, like the story was great. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how I played through it. It was like this one point where I grew big balls or something. <laughs>
2: Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk
0: more games. about this strange turn of events. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and
0: okay. I'm ready. That was it. Oh was okay. it. Right.
1: And I was able to play through those games, but right. now I can't.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. That's okay. I, to be totally honest, as I talk, I've mentioned on Beyond many times. I may have mentioned it on this show too. Uh, st- I've still never beat Dead Space because it got me so, I was so scared I had to stop playing. <laughs> like, I was actually so frightened because I was playing at night by myself with really good headphones on in my, uh, it's, it was an in law apartment at the time. So it was sort of like, you know, this little tiny space below someone's, you know, or other, someone, this old lady's house and good gracious. That was a scary game.
3: Were you living by yourself?
0: Yeah, I was living by myself at oh, the wow. time. Nice. Yeah, yeah.
1: supernatural stuff is just not okay. Did me. anyone it's
3: play Amnesia? Scary. I played some of it and that game screwed up as well. Yeah. I've only played parts of it too, but...
1: Because you can't defend yourself. <laughs> I think I heard about that.
0: Yeah. I think I think I actually... I, there's a part of me that really enjoys watching scary movies. In fact, I just recently subjected myself to, at night, by myself, once again, got drunk and watched the original Paranormal Activity. Uh, with a really good pair of headphones, that
3: didn't bother you. Uh,
0: I, oh, I, I had fucking like I was fucking freaked. Uh, I like w- I went to bed just thinking, what what could I do to defend myself against a demon
3: attack? Right <laughs> Nothing. Now? It's a yeah. demon. <laughs> yeah,
0: but um, so I part of me likes getting scared, but I in video games you're in control, and thus you the fate, the sort of the fate of your character, your your experience of the fear is dependent on you, yeah. and that makes me even more scared. That's why I was, when I was playing Dead Space, I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Isaac's dead. He's fucked. There's no way he's getting out of this. There's necromorphs everywhere. It's terrible. Terrible. All right. Blank stairs. <laughs> Let's go on to our final little uh, reader submitted a comment from Ashton. Ashton writes, hey, Unlocked crew. I'm an English teacher in South Korea, and I have a Japanese region Xbox 360. I was wondering if there were any Aww. Japanese games you would recommend. I'm interested in Atlas's Catherine, but I'd like to get that in English in July. I don't speak Japanese, but would like to have one or two fun Japanese games just for novelty. Any suggestions are appreciated. And why doesn't he, he have an Ashton. American Xbox?
3: If he's well, I, American. Well, no,
0: he, uh, Ashton wants to play, like, a, just a Japanese game f- for novelty's sake. So I'm trying to think of a Japanese game that w- you would not really need to read a lot.
1: That's like, quirky or something?
0: Uh, I think
3: anything. I get, go get Earth Defense Force when it comes out. There you go. Okay. Well, when does that come out, though? July 5th. Okay. Yeah, pretty soon. There we go. Exactly. Know, that requires no reading.
0: Yeah, but is that is that going to have a local Japanese version?
3: Oh, uh, no doubt. That's All been right. such a huge f- franchise in Japan for so long. And it's All being right. published by D3, yeah. uh, so it's going to be in Japan. Cool.
0: So get Earth Defense Force. Also, just go to the game store and just buy anything with like a crazy-looking anime character on the front. That's but everything. A, but a crosshair <laughs> is on the back. <laughs> what? Because then you'll know it's a shooter, ah. but you, you'll you know that it's going to be quirky anime craziness because the, the, the character is on the front. Also, so Ashton wrote it. That the, re- the main reason why I selected this question is because Ashton writes. P.S. Ryan, I agree. Twenty-one is the premier. Oh shit! Premier or premier? I always forget. Premier. Premier. Premier.
1: Pre- uh, premier. Premier. We sure? No.
0: Finish the sentence. Yes. All right. The premier K-pop group. Huh? Premier. Anyway. Okay.
1: Premier what? Premier.
0: No, I think I think it's what premier K-pop? because premier would be mean the best or the yeah. you know. Anyway, and they are. That we, this is basically a long-running thing that I fuck up on the show, is that I always get Premiere and Premiere confused. Um, so anyway, but anyway, uh, Ashton writes, Ryan, I agree The 21 is the coolest K-pop group. However, most of my students disagree. So I, I disagree thought, as well. I thought this was awesome because this is an English teacher living in South Korea. What do think? Yes. So Ashton, the reason I bring this up, I want you to write in. First of all, tell me what your students think. And then... Whoa, you're an English teacher in South Korea? That's awesome. I want to hear more about that. Send me stories, cool stories about how you how you like, drink soju and have awesome Korean barbecue
3: and listen to 21. <laughs> Sounds like my dream. Ask your students here. if they believe in fan death as well, please. What is what is that?
1: What? Oh oh one of the urban legends that they have yes, there? Yes, but
3: it's not an urban legend to them. It's very much a government right. truth. So write us about fan death next time. I don't know what that is. Should yeah. I know? you'll see <laughs> okay. oh boy, goodness that sounds really scary
0: it does all right So I think that pretty much wraps up everything that we wanted to talk You're not about today. open the discussion
1: to, to whether 21 is indeed the premier Kore- uh, k-pop band
0: Stephanie who is what's the best k-pop group in Korea right now
1: Oh right now yes. I think Big Bang is way bigger than 21.
0: Anyways, they're bigger. moving on. Yeah. This isn't. No, I'm sorry, Anthony. You know who runs this show? <laughs> Ryan
3: no, I'm not moving on because I don't want to talk about K pop. I'm moving on because her answer is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did not expect that. It's 21. <laughs> God damn it.
0: I, I mean, first of all, Big Bang. Twenty is-
1: Big Bang. Help Twenty One <laughs> rise to stardom. First true. of all, true. Just
0: because Amazing. they, they had debuted first, but also their label mates. They're supposed to work together as a team. That we they shouldn't have to compete. So <laughs> Whatever
1: you in your strange Care Bear Land world. <laughs> what are you talking Care about?
0: Bear Land world. Well, I want to live there. where <laughs> Care Bears. Just wander the wander the world, but it's also a land. Uh, that's but, it for. Oh.
1: I want to say Epic High too but Okay They're probably not Really considered K-pop They're like
0: They're not very poppy Yeah They're like the alternative K-pop Sigh.
1: I <laughs> missed them. Rock. I missed them live Last year Two years ago maybe I'm very I'm still very disappointed About that
0: I'm still disappointed I missed SM Town 2010 in LA last year. Happened right before TGS. It Was at don't you roll your eyes at me, Peter? I <laughs> I rolled nothing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That was like a massive concert with tons of different uh, K-pop groups, including Girls' Generation.
1: Why we won't miss it, miss it this it? year, though. How right? could you miss it? Uh,
0: how could I miss it? It was terrible. I just I can't believe what I did. I missed it. Man, Girls' the Generation. Show.
3: I love them too. Yeah, <laughs> really. Do you
1: really? Do yeah. you really listen to K-pop? I'm being totally serious.
3: You could. Th- I told Ryan you could throw a dart in a dark room where they're running <laughs> around, and if it. Any one of them hits, you're good to go. <laughs> that is
0: true, Besides that. injuring them by throwing a dart at them. <laughs>
3: I'd nurse their wounds.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Anthony is actually like sort of a, uh, a K-pop fan now because because of yeah. me, I would say.
3: I could name several songs from multiple different K-pop groups.
0: Yeah, you can also name every member of 21. That's true. And I think you might be able to name one person from Girls' Generation. No. Okay. <laughs>
2: I can name all of I n- actually
1: can't name all of them either. I can
2: name all nine of them. Which is a feat. Against it, I'm just uneducated. I just don't know.
1: We shall educate you after this.
0: Let's turn. Let's turn this fucking podcast off right now. Have a K-pop party. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, begins. <laughs> let's get this party
1: started. And then Anthony slams the. Are you cup gonna get down. nine more tattoos with like each of their names on your back?
0: No. Or like down your I, calf? I, I would not. And you Although, call yourself a fan? I that's know. That's almost tempting. <laughs> but I would not do that because that's. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's too risky. As What's I believe, an, as I believe Anthony pointed out, you don't want to do a tattoo of someone that's still alive because it could be ruined later in your life. Yep.
3: They might release yeah. a really crappy single, and then you're like, "Ah, oh, God." Or it, like, it turns <laughs> out they're all they all burn orphanages <laughs> in their free time. <laughs> and I'm like, what have you
0: done, Girls' Generation? Uh, if you would like to follow any of us loons on Twitter, you can follow me at Pwam Cider, P-W-A-M Cider. You can follow Peter at Pikeman's, which is P-E-Y-K-E-M-A-N-S. You can follow Stephanie Lee at SuperLee7. You can follow Anthony at ChuffMoney, C-H-U-F, Money. Money spelled out, not the dollar sign. People. I wanted
1: to clarify that it's spelled L-E-E. My last name is not L-I or L-Y Thank or you. L-E.
0: I'm sorry that I didn't clarify.
1: There's actually a lot of different spellings, so I just wanted to help you out there.
0: I appreciate that. Yeah. I should have said that. I will never make that mistake again. And you can also follow. I'll make sure of it. You can follow IGN at IGN if you want just a direct feed of all the coolest content that we produce here at this fine site, Whoops. of which we are recording this podcast for, yeah. which is now complete. <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> let's get this party started uh, thank you very much for joining Podcast Unlocked the absolute best 360 podcast on IGN because we're the only one uh, for more Podcast Unlocked action
1: and banana hammocks
0: and banana hammocks jeez <laughs> Uh, You can tune in next week on Wednesday. (laughs) Dream pumping. That was the best (laughs) one that came out of that. Uh, Definitely. Oh, Stephanie's throwing shit at me. What are you doing? What was that? Was that, I don't know.
1: With my freakish strength, I broke off this pen, uh, this little handle on this pencil.
0: That's it, guys. Freakish strength. We're just pretty, we're pretty much done now. We're ready to start our K-pop party. Uh, Don't forget to tune in next week when we teach you how to recite Shakespeare in Korean. This we didn't even teach Big <laughs> We didn't
1: even teach them how to wrestle a bear or make that meat sauce yet.
0: It's definitely-
3: Thinking to yourself, wow, am I about to open my door and bring this girl into my room and then <laughs> have to pull out the formaldehyde rag before she gets too scared and runs away? <laughs> no,
2: shh, shh. At one point, coming into your, where you live, does that have to happen? Well, you know? I, when Come I well used far. to live
3: in an apartment with, with the seven other dudes, there was a giant Lord of the Rings poster about six by eight feet. Whole map of Middle Earth. Oh so it was like God. right when they entered, they had to understand where they were going. Oh God. No,
1: I'm about to make a terrible mistake. <laughs>